Hello everyone. Welcome you all to this IPL special season. Next episode on Delhi Capitals. I am here with Abhi, my co-host, who is representing DC for us. Hi, Abhi. Hi, Dev. Uh, thanks for welcoming me. Yes, uh, like Dev said, we'll be talking about Delhi Capitals in this episode, and my thoughts and opinions on uh, their performance in the auction and uh, their squad for uh, IPL 2024. Um, just representing Delhi. This is just purely from a cricketing fan's perspective. Uh, excited to talk about the team. <laughs> Thanks for the disclaimer. So let's get started. Uh, it's our same format. So first, an important question. Uh, what did you think of their overall performance in the auction for IPL 2024? I think their what they did in the auction uh, was not, uh, you know, anything path-breaking, head-turning. They didn't do anything sensational. Um, I think they went in with a clear-cut uh, mindset on uh, what they needed. I think they needed a, uh, a dependable overseas batsman and a bowler. I think they had most of their bases covered uh, last season. And, of course, the couple of pay, couple of players had a dip in form. At that point, they were looking for a replacement, which they didn't have. But now, I think they went in and uh, got a couple of good overseas players. Jai Richardson, a uh, good fast bowler. And then Harry Brook, uh, not as expensive as the previous auction. Harry Brook, but uh, still, uh, I think, a very solid buy. Uh, one thing that, of course, intrigued me was them paying 7.2 crores for... Uh, an Indian wicketkeeper, Kumar Kushakra, uh, who had a base price of 20 lakhs. I don't think a lot of them, a lot of us have heard a lot about him. So it will be interesting to see what he brings to the table and what he has to offer. Uh, they've also gotten players like Shai Hope uh, for the base price, Tristan Stubbs for base price, Vicky Bhoi for base price. So yeah, it will be interesting to see. I think last season, uh, Rishabh Pant's absence hurt them because they didn't have a wicketkeeper. Uh, a solid one to depend upon. They had to uh, juggle between a couple of players. But this time, they went and bought four wicketkeepers <laughs> in the auction. So, <laughs> that's uh, something to compensate for someone's absence. Yeah, that, that is that is very well very well put, your explanation. I think I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint on Kumar Kushagra again. Do you think those eight crores is hinting that Rishabh Pant may not be fully available? Even if he's available, he may not keep? Probably. Uh, probably. See, with the, we don't know the extent of uh, uh, Rishabh Pant's recovery and where he is and uh, when he we can expect him back. Uh, mind you, the tournament starts in the next couple of months and um, we haven't seen Rishabh Pant even, you know, put his pads on and do some light practice. Both BCCI and uh, uh, Rishabh, from Rishabh Pant's side as well, they've kind of metered uh, what information we get uh, regarding his recovery. Uh, we saw him step onto the field, do some light drills or anything. Uh, I saw a video on Instagram someone had posted. So, like you said, it's still a question mark uh, mm-hmm. when he's returning and how to, or to what extent he can play. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's some good move to cover for him. Uh, and like I said, because Kumar Kushagra is uh, unknown quantity, they went uh, went ahead and gotten like someone like a shy hope 
we who we know who's proven himself in the international stage um to maybe you know cover for him in case that move uh, does not go as they expected yeah i think they definitely had an interesting auction which they always do they always go for every player and try to increase the price uh, for every player which also mm-hmm. means that they are doing their homework on every player not just like 10 20 players that they had an interest on which is because otherwise you cannot go and bid right you need to know how much they would go for uh, so they are doing that homework uh, which they have been doing it in the last Two three years every auction they've been doing it. Um, so okay, let's just move forward. I think they bought eight nine players in this auction, right? The same question like who do you think was their biggest buy? I mean, a- apart from Kumar Kusagra, I think he is the one who they spend most money for. Um, do you think it's worth the price? Apart from the reason, if he doesn't make into play now, like I said, it's very hard to say. Uh, i have not seen him play so i cannot judge his potential or anything uh, the one thing that i've seen with these young uncapped indian players going for big money there are cases where it has been very successful like ruturaj gaikwad for example for csk not many people knew him before he played for csk but after they picked him i think they gave him a decent amount of money uh, to stick with him and he's proven to be a revelation so that can happen there are cases where they've gone you know kind of under the radar so it's a it's it's a toss up uh, mm-hmm. and which is why i said they've gone with someone like shy hope uh, as yeah. a backup for him in case that move does not pay and if it does pay off uh, uh, he yeah i'm very excited to see if it pay, pays off the kind of player that we may have on our hands uh, the other other buy is tristan stubbs He, play, he played for Mumbai Indians before. He was hyped up as the next big thing, uh, along with Devald Bruis from uh, South African cricket. He had underwhelming IPL uh, last couple of seasons. They went ahead and got him for base price. He's also a good backup wicket-keeping option. So, yeah, uh, those are the buys. I think, like you said exactly, we don't know uh, when mm-hmm. and how Rishabh Pant's going to be back. So they've covered pretty well. Uh, in that department because they only had i think abhishek porel last season now they have multiple options to play with uh, and yeah they've been very smart about it the other player i'm excited to see is harry brook uh, we all know how what he's capable of yeah. he, he showed it he showed glimpses of it in last ipl when he scored that 100 for srh and then after that there was nothing mm-hmm. um, maybe now that he doesn't have uh, you know the weight of him getting big money in the auction uh, it will be interesting to see uh, if uh, he'll play well as well but i think yeah delhi capitals uh, i think they look like a good unit but uh, yeah let's it'll be interesting to see who their choices will be what playing eleven they go with okay yes i think so based on what you're saying i would take sai hope or tristan stubbs is one of the person who you think is a steal considering they bought them for 75 lakhs and 50 lakhs yes yes uh sai hope is a very experienced international player we know his potential as a test player but recently he started playing really well in t20is as well mm-hmm. uh so um, and then tristan subs we all know what he he's like he's been hyped up his yeah. potential 
we showed it in the sa t20 and in uh, international uh, t20 circuits uh, it will be interesting to see if we can bring it to the ipl okay yes uh, we're definitely looking forward to see more of them and to point out um, i completely agree with the point that the harry brook price money point about almost it's less than a quarter of what he was getting last year uh, yeah. i'm sure i'm sure it's going to make him uh, help him breathe easy but i also think it's going to make the franchise itself feel better of having him and they do not mind giving him rest in couple of games even if it's needed rather than now oh, you paid 18 crores for him you have to play him in every game you know uh, considering dc is uh, dc is kind of in a desperate state now um, so they might be forced to do it if they had got him for that high of a price um, like srh was last time where they couldn't win anything and so they had they couldn't drop him considering the amount that they paid for and all those things so yeah in addition to the player maybe it's also benefiting the franchise to make a tactical call rather than just financial call in the mm-hmm. playing level yeah yeah all right so the important question who do you think is their four foreign players would be i think uh i think starting off of course david warner he's been one of the most consistent players ever in ipl history mm-hmm. every season he goes out to bat we can expect minimum 400 runs from him so uh, he's going to play uh, once again i think i i have no doubts yes he's not playing international cricket but i think the caliber of the player is not going to uh, go down i don't know about michel master's fitness and availability if he's mm-hmm. fit and available i will they will probably go with michel marsh because he has when he played for them for a couple of games he played really well uh, of course and ignokia uh, he's also been a very dependable player for dc um, in the last couple of seasons uh, mm-hmm. they're going to go with andrik nokia and um, i would say it's going to be a toss up between harry brook and uh, lungi engidi uh, that's just that's just my opinion to start with uh, because uh they're bringing harry brook in their top order batting it's very strong uh, they have two uh, good international players and michel marsh uh, also to uh, kind of bolster the uh, lineup and uh, michel marsh can also bowl so that means that they have a bowling option covered uh, they have andrik nokia and i think they have a very good indian bowling contingent uh, delhi so uh, Uh, the dependence on foreign fast bowlers um, can can kind of reduce a little bit so that uh, they can concentrate more on their batting so that's that's to start with i would think they would go with these four guys and uh, again depending on the conditions they can uh, they have jai richardson uh, as well um, so depending on the condition they can go with two fast bowlers uh, foreign fast bowlers and two batsmen uh, so yeah that's a good balance to have any day any team that's most likely i think based on what you're mm-hmm. saying and probably stubs would have to sit on the bench and be a backup and i agree with you that the toss up between brook and 
Giddy in, in probably depends on how well the Indian bowlers are playing. I think they might be inclined to go with Brook in the mm-hmm. first game okay. and see how the Indian bowlers play well. And if they are struggling, if they need a foreign bowler, then they might bring in uh, Richardson. Right. They have two really quality Indian spinners just off the top. Like Kuldeep Yadav yeah. and Akshar Patel walks into any IPL playing level for me. Uh, <laughs> so they'll, they'll obviously hold their spots. They have Mukesh Kumar, who's turned out to be an all-format bowler for India uh, recently. So... He has some international experience behind him, so he might be very valuable for them as well. They have uh, Khalil Ahmed. Uh, he's pretty uh, decent buy as well for them. They've got on Rasik Dhar, uh, also probably a backup. But I think uh, these these four players, Mukesh, Khalil, uh, Aksar and uh, Kuldeep, uh, will just start it out for them. They'll have Mitchell Marsh and they can probably have an Indian bowler as uh, the sub. Maybe Lalit Yadav, Praveen Dubey, someone like that. They, they can always have them as the impact player and have them come in. Going with Harry Brook and David Warner gives them a lot more uh, strength and stability in the batting. Uh, because Prithvi Shah, as we all know, did not have a great IPL last year. Uh, so having that extra security in the batting will be important for them. They also have a lot of inexperience uh, in uh, the Indian batting contingent. Otherwise, Rashdul... Uh, we have Kumar Kushagra, who they bought, Abhishek Porel. Uh, so, so, having an in- experienced international player might benefit them. Uh, All of this is, of course, Rishapan does not play. If Rishapan plays, they are a completely different unit. True. Uh, I, I definitely agree with you on the bowling front. All right. I think we are almost ready to wrap up. But before wrapping up, I just want to have one quick question. This is out of service question. I personally am. Still surprised that they let go of Phil Salt, considering he played really well for the limited chances that he got uh, for DC. Uh, it was even more surprising that he went unsold. I think Phil Salt was their uh, other wicket-keeping option. If they mm-hmm. know uh, what they had last last uh, year. Yeah. I think uh, he was also like Harry Brook. We all saw his uh, kind of. He's from the new wave of England batsmen who are like, okay, let's just go and go bang, bang from ball one. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the talk about baseball. Uh, so, uh, he, he, I think I've, I've seen him play in uh, the 100 and in the Big Bash League, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, his beginning ability just took me uh, by off. So, uh, this is something... I feel this is a trend, Deva, uh, where, uh, you know, we have these big hitting English Australian batsmen who play really well in um, big bash on 100. And then when they come to IPL, they suddenly struggle. I don't know whether if it's the Indian conditions or whether it's the expectations of playing in the IPL as a big tournament. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it, it's been the history. Very few batsmen have, you know, come through the uh, ranks like that. Uh, so... Yeah, it, it, he might have been a useful by a useful player to have uh, for any outlet as a backup, but I don't think he like because of other teams, you know, options with the wicket keeping front. I don't think he walks into a playing level, uh, but he he might have been a good 
utility player to have but uh, delhi more than made up for it with their buys in the auction three four wicket keepers and i think they're asset for next year yeah i okay i understand and i cannot agree more even the great joss butler took two to three season if not more to get into the lightning form that he is in in the yeah. last couple of years all right so the player liam liam livingstone is a classic example he was playing ipl for three four seasons now you know not until the last season he was able to attack fully and you know give big performances so yeah i think i think it's a, there is a tax period <laughs> where you have to you know come through the ranks couple of years before you start hitting the ground running in ipl yes yes um all right thank you everyone for joining us in this special episode on delhi capitals thank you abhi for your valuable insight on the team we hope you all enjoyed we're looking forward to bringing you few more episodes on the other teams see you all soon bye